On the Tech Talk for Accountants show, Andrew Lassis shares helpful tips for accountants and the technology issues they face. Join Andrew and his occasional guests on our weekly episodes. Welcome to the Tech Talk for Accountants show. I'm your host, Andrew Lassis with RushTech.online. We specialize in cybersecurity for accountants and financial institutions. And today on the show, we're going to talk about how to increase the speed in your IT support and why that's important in an organization. And everybody knows when you're, when you're weighing your options with any organization or contractor, the three things that you usually have to weigh, and they say pick two of them, it's going to be speed, it's going to be quality, and it's going to be price. You're allowed to pick two. You can never get all three. And so today we're going to talk about why the speed aspect is very important in an organization and shouldn't be one of the legs that you look at when you're weighing your options with IT companies or really anything, why the speed part is so important. So we live in the digital age where everything is, I want it now, I need it now, fast, 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 fast. The other day I was refinancing some of my rental properties and it took a couple weeks of going back and forth with documents. And I was just thinking like, if it takes this long when we do it digitally with emails and portals and all the workflow, you know, think about what it was like 20, 30 years ago you have to mail these things and sit down with people, but we're in an age now where speed is so important. And if somebody were just saying to me, Andrew, we're going to do these refinances and it's going to be a long, arduous process. I just, I wouldn't do business with them because we live in a world where speed is so important. And so today I want, I want to take a look at why it's important in the business environment. And if you just think of it, you know, we'll use really, really simple numbers. We'll just look at a solopreneur, solo CPA, bookkeeper, enrolled agent, someone will just say you charge $100 an hour. And your computer, you get a blue screen of death, it's not working, can't access QuickBooks, can't access your email, can't access your client files, so you're done. So. We, we work with an IT company and say they're one of the slower ones and there's some with 48 hour SLAs. So that's your service level agreement of how long it'll take before they uh, respond to your ticket. So there's some with 72 hours, some with 48 hours, some with 24 hour. Personally at Rush, it's a phone call and we usually handle it right there. Technically the SLA is within 30 minutes, but regardless, the speed aspect, few dollars an hour, and you are down for eight working hours. So say the SLA is 24 hours, eight work hours in the day, $800 in opportunity cost from having to wait until tomorrow. Then you have to deal with the fallout. So you weren't able to respond to emails. You weren't able to catch up on the bookkeeping. You weren't able to get your clients in order. You had to reschedule meetings. So then your next day, you have two to three hours of catch up that also aren't billable hours. 
So you can see with just one blue screen, we're talking $1,100 in a very, very simplified version, assuming we get back on track, everything's fixed, and you got exactly what you needed in a you know reasonable amount of time. But if you look, if you break these pieces down, where say you get one computer issue every quarter, I mean, we're talking close to $5,000 per year in just downtime because you're using an organization that has in a reasonable, a 24 hour SLA is, is pretty reasonable. You know, most of the time, if, if you're looking for faster, you're going to be looking in the 50,000 a year plus to have somebody on site. So the speed in which the company can respond is going to be huge. Maybe not necessarily in the upfront cost, but if you look at the opportunity cost for what that's gonna cost your organization because issues get resolved slow, there's a big cost down the road. And another piece that couples with the importance of speed is the importance of proactive protection. And now in the past, usually the way that managed service companies would, would work is we'd have the firm call us up, say, hey, my QuickBooks is down. I need you to get in there, connect me to the server. This is super important. And okay, well, you are in line behind X number of people that all also have issues. So we will get to it as soon as we can. But in the meantime, you have to wait and waiting is lost money. Time is money. So we have people that have emergencies waiting for the technicians to handle every emergency in a first in first out type of organization. Now, when we switched our model from break fix to the managed services proactive approach, what we realized and what our clients realized was we were getting less support calls because everything was just working. So in the past, we'll say in the same example, my computer can't communicate with the server. I can't access QuickBooks. If you had a proactive monitoring, we would just have a, a monitor on the computer that would tell us when the disconnect happens, and then we start fixing the problem as soon as it's in our queue. So we're not backed up with emergency after emergency after emergency. And suppose you didn't know that this problem existed because you didn't have to access QuickBooks. Say you didn't have to access it for four hours. It's been down for four hours, but you didn't know because you didn't need to access it. You didn't feel the pain point at which you realized it was broken and then you needed to call to get it fixed. So with this proactive approach, even hypothetically, say it took us two hours to recognize or to be able to get to that particular issue. When you use it, it's just going to work. You're not going to be faced with it's down. Now I need to call these guys. I have to find their number. I have to click the icon. I have to wait. It's all about the speed. And we have this the technology now and the software to be able to detect these problems before you notice the symptom. 
And this can go in a wide range of things. So it's not just the obvious, I click the button and it doesn't work, but this can work on the back end with things like data breaches and with encryption and with files being stolen. We have monitors in place that tell us if there are a whole lot of files being changed all at the exact same time, that's usually a sign that there's a ransomware on the computer or something's infected. The software, it just stops it from happening. It puts a block on it and it looks at what is going on here. And if you had 10,000 files on the computer and it stopped at 100, we only have to remediate 100, which is a lot faster than remediating thousands and thousands and thousands. But you wouldn't notice in a normal situation when all your files are being encrypted unless you were accessing them. So the speed in which you can detect the issues that are occurring and the speed in which you can remediate them is a super important piece of being able to keep uptime at the forefront of your organization. Because if your organization's down, you can't make money. If you can't reply to emails, if you can't answer your phone because you're on a voice over IP, you can't access QuickBooks or access Zero or access you know wherever your client's information is stored. If you're not able to access that, you don't have a business. And that's why being able to detect these things is so important. And part of the AICPA cybersecurity framework is being able to detect the issues that are occurring on the system. And then we have to look at what's our response look like? How do we stop this from happening? And after an issue happens, what is or what are the steps that we have in place? And a lot of people didn't realize, and we hit on this a lot, but when you fill out your W-12 to renew your P-10, one of the questions on there says, I attest that I have a written information security plan. And this is an obligation to firms of any size, anybody with a PTIN who's handling uh, tax information. This was a regulation that was put in place from the FTC through the uh, Safeguards Act, which is safeguarding consumer uh, identity, personally identifiable information. And the whole goal of it is to be able to protect your clients because if you're handling somebody's and we'll just, you know, basic compliance, like a 1040 guy shot me a W2 over an unsecured email because I didn't have a portal and someone has access to your email address. Well, they can see every W2 that's been sent just right there. And with that, you have social security number, you've got income, you've got place of employment, you've got address, you've got so much information just on the client sending you their information. Then say it's a very simple return, you just do a basic M40 and issue that over. Now you've got their AGI, you've got their dependents, you've got social security numbers for the family. You've got all this information that's just sitting at someone's fingertips. And so that's why encryption is super important so that even if somebody were to intercept it, they can't do anything with it.
you get somebody's tax return and all the information on it is scrambled, well, it's not going to really do the person a whole lot of good, even if they intercept it. And that's why layered security is so important. And all these things, you know, they have their pros and cons, but coming back along to the speed in which we can stop problems from continuing to happen, the speed that we can remediate them, and the speed in your organization. So if we look at if we look at just cybersecurity on a holistic plane, and we're looking at if I secure this and secure this and secure this, and I've got 17 layers of passwords, I'm super protected, but it's just like in your house. You have 17 deadbolts that you have to lock and unlock every single time. Yes, it's more secure, but it's, it's to the point where it's unreasonable to get in and out of the house. And I'm sure you can hear in the background, my dogs agree that it is egregious to have that many locks on a door. And that's what gets them really going. So when we, when we focus on the security, it's, we got to look at what's a reasonable amount. What's a low cost, high impact move. So things like two factor authentication, 99% of the time it's free. You can get it straight from Microsoft. You can get it straight Google Authenticator. Most SaaS products have 2FA to know the uh, QuickBooks when I'm doing bookkeeping and invoicing and recurring payments. It, it's built into it. I just checked the setting, enable 2FA. It gave me a little QR code. I scanned it with my phone. And now on top of my username password, I have to type a six digit code. It's an extra two seconds, maybe three seconds on a slow day, but it's such a good level of protection because I know nobody's going to be able to access it. Even if you know my, my email address, even if you know my password, you can't get in unless you physically have my cell phone in your hands, which has locks on it also. And we do this with client information because you know, in organizations, they're leaving a lot of trust in our hands. So it's not just the, the accountants that have all of their clients' returns, but we have access to the clients and we don't have unattended access because it's illegal through, through um, the regulations in the industry. But even hypothetically, if we were a managed service team, that did have unattended access, then we'd be able to get in. So if someone infiltrated us, they would have access to everything. So what do we do? We have unique passwords. We use best practices. We have two-factor authentication. The only way that somebody is going to be able to get in would literally be holding me personally at gunpoint, forcing it to happen. So short of that happening in an incredibly unlikely situation, everything is good. And it's a super easy, super fast way that you can make sure that everything is safe, everything is secure, and that it's a fast, high impact, low cost way that you can secure your system. And it's, it's not a crazy concept. And if you use the Microsoft Authenticator for getting into Office products, say your, your Outlook, 
um, Word, if you're in an Active Directory environment, logging into your computer, you get a little push notification, boop, on your phone. Say, is this you? Yes, boop. Don't even have to type anything in. So it's very, very low time consumption, but it's super good for your productivity because you're not spending all day trying to remember a million passwords. We use LastPass, which is a great, great tool, and they have a free version, so you can have a different password on every single website, but you only have to remember your one very long password. And it's, it's a great tool. It's very, very secure. You can throw two-factor authentication on top of that. So there's so many layers where two-factor authentication, it's quick, super secure, and it's a good way to make sure that you're still productive, but not at the expense of security. Because in the same analogy, say your house, you don't have, you don't have doors because it's so much easier to bring in groceries if you just have an opening just the doors always open there's no locks and it's a lot easier to get in and out for you but it's also easy for everybody else to get in and out as well and that's why you have to balance and you know work with someone that can really show you here are the pros of doing things this way here are the potential downfalls that we see every day i mean it's every single day we get phone calls from people that are not current customers saying I've had a I, I've had ransomware everything gone my computers won't turn on somebody got in my files have been stolen encrypted I mean we see it so often and it's unfortunate that that's really how we get a lot of new businesses people that don't have a proactive approach that stop it from happening in the first place they're reactive they're scrambling and it's it's unfortunate and we're able to remediate it most of the time, but for very, very low costs up front, all these problems could be circumvented. If you have a managed service provider that knows what they're doing, that has proactive protection, that focuses on response time and getting you up and running as quickly as possible. And not to mention, it looks good to your clients as well. Because if you get a phone call from a client saying, hey, I sent you an email and it bounced back saying your server is unavailable, that's a really bad sign that your client had to tell you that you're having problems. Because they probably aren't the first one that noticed the problem. They're just the first one that told you about the problem. But if you have proactive monitoring, you would know as soon as it went down and it would get fixed before before your customers see the issues that happen. And that's why proactive support is so important in this day and age. It costs way less than reactive support. And you have more uptime so you can make more money while you're working. So there's just a ton of advantages to it. And you know, in, in wrapping up, we do offer uh, free cybersecurity audits through Rush Tech Support. So if you want to reach out to me via email or via website, rushtech.online, and fill out the contact form, we can schedule you with a certified technician to make sure that your system is operational, make sure that your gaps 
are covered. Make sure you're compliant with a lot of the laws and regulations that you may not know that were that go around accountants and cybersecurity. Just most people aren't aware of it. It's not sexy. It's not always in your face. It, it's not something like HIPAA that everybody is so familiar with in the medical field, but there are a lot of laws that apply to accountants in particular, and we can help you with all that. So thanks for tuning into the Tech Talk for Accountants show. I'm Andrew Lassis with Rush Tech Support, and thanks for checking us out.